From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of August 29th, 2012. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Sean Thompson, Teresa Eccles, Julie Martin, Kevin Close, John, and John Magi. Dustin West, back on the controls. In this episode, we are going to take your phone calls about dining at Walt Disney World, your questions, your suggestions, your experiences. We want to hear about dining. This is a dining theme week as kevin is also going to be giving us his review of captain cook's counter service restaurant at disney's polynesian resort so we're going to get right to the calls and we'll go with our first call who am i talking to hi this is mark calling from pittsburgh hey mark how are you are you pittsburgh mark Yes. <laughs> I'm, well, cl- I'm quick. You're very clever. It's, it's, it's fantastic talking to you guys. I'm a little bit nervous, but I think I'll get over it. That's right, Mark. So am I. We're nervous about talking to you, too. <laughs> well, so, hey, before I get into the food question, I just want to thank you guys for everything you do. Not only do you provide me with hours of entertainment every week uh, to uh, relax with and, and uh, manage my stress, but also... Uh, I was able to lose weight listening to you guys. I found the wish boards and got on the treadmill, and I was able to lose 50 pounds. So I thank you wow. guys. Awesome. Wow. Congratulations. So how long has it taken you to lose that, that 50 pounds? Uh, I changed my diet, first of all. I stopped drinking pop and stopped eating fast food, and mm-hmm. the first uh, 25 pounds came off pretty quickly. Yep. Uh, actually, maybe like first 30 or 35 pounds. And uh, uh, then I got uh, found... Uh, couch to 5k on the wish boards and so I, I started you know walking and then jogging and then started running so it took all in all pete i would say uh, six months okay wow. excellent now let's talk about food yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to food. Uh, my food question you know the thing i miss most about property believe it or not is alfredo's that that fresh pasta with the alfredo sauce you know made the order it was was you know, fantastic, and I wish that would come back, but uh, it won't. So, is there anywhere else on property to find fresh egg dough pasta? Hmm. That's a good question. That's a good question. Just a little side note: the we used to talk about uh, Nona's, a uh, little restaurant that closed in uh, over in Hunters Creek. That was the person. That was the chef from Alfredo's. So, unfortunately, wow. we don't know where he is. We'd like to find him. Where is of course, you have Il Molino, right? Il Molino, I mean, the, the pasta, you're right. Uh, the pasta at Il Molino is made fresh every day. Um, and uh, that's over in the in the Swan. That's one of my favorites. Il Molino has really become one of my favorite restaurants. It's uh, phenomenal. I mean, it's expensive, but it's, you know, I, I you know, but you're right, uh, Dustin. Uh, Il Molino I mean, is fresh pasta every day. I would recommend that over Tony's Town Square. Tony's Town oh. Square is not fresh. No. 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 I would recommend Chef Boyardee over <laughs> Tony's Town Square. You know, the, the other thing about Il Molino, if you ever try to get in there in New York City, I mean, you're not going to get in. So Yeah, we don't have option. that we don't have that problem here. <laughs> this, you can yeah. you can pretty much walk right in to Il Molino. I recommend reservations. But also, I don't know what was that what was that west, uh, that that website where you could get, you could buy gift certificates and, and uh, 
Restaurant.com. Restaurant.com. And I was able to get like these $50 off gift certificates for uh, Il Molino for like 10 bucks. They're always on there, yeah. uh, Il Molino was always listed on there. There's also an Italian restaurant that I hear good things about in the Hilton next to the Waldorf Astoria in Bonnet Creek. The name of the restaurant is Andiamo. No, La Luce is the one in the Hilton. I'm pretty sure it's La Luce. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's actually, yeah, I haven't tried that one yet. Um, But uh, you're talking about the one in the Hilton, right? Right. Yeah. I'm almost positive it's La Luce. And it's a it's a famous chef, although I forget her name. So how famous could she be? Uh, and I yeah, I've heard good things about it too. We just haven't tried it yet. But I don't know. I don't know if they're. It's a beautiful restaurant too. It is beautiful. But the restaurant somebody, somebody staying in the Disney bubble without uh, a rent a car uh, probably Il Molina is the best option. I would say so. Yeah. As far as Italian, it's pretty much your only option. Yeah. I mean, I mean, of course, you've got you know Tutto Italian and and Via Napoli, but. Um, you know, I wasn't impressed with Tuto Italia my my last time there. We've been to Via Via Napoli a couple of times, and I've got to say, both times it was really good. Okay, did I like Via pa- Napoli. Did we get pasta there? I know yeah, we got I pizza. Was good. A candlestick pasta with sauce. It was, that yeah, was very I ate good. in there yesterday. It was really good. Yeah. You know, I, I never think about when we do these dining shows that I should eat before we do the show <laughs> because it's like going end, to the supermarket. By the end of the show, I'm going to be chewing on the microphone. Mm. But uh, yeah, that, I, I guess that would that, that would be my recommendation. My recommendation would, Pete, would sure. be definitely try Il Molino. I my first experience at Il Molino, I was disappointed. But then when we had gone back a couple of years ago to do the uh, the preview show for the Swan, Swan Dolphin. Dolphin Food and Wine Classic, yeah. we recorded that in Il Molino, and then afterwards we decided a group of us decided to stay and have dinner, and the dinner was phenomenal. And I've been back several times since, and I've had unbelievable experiences. I know Walter absolutely loved the shrimp. There was something about the shrimp scampi, or I forgot what shrimp dish it was, but he gets that every time he goes. But I know the pasta there is made fresh every day. So that would be my recommendation. All right, sounds good. All right, is uh, Kathy there? No, she's not. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Uh, Kathy was here and left. So did Walter. Hi. She knew you were calling. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say hi. I met her at one more Disney day, and we're actually from the same hometown in Pittsburgh. I was always asking her about it and come to find out that uh, that uh, we live in the same hometown where she came from. Aww. But, uh, but again, that was it. That was my question. Thanks again for all you guys do. Uh, again, Pittsburgh Mark on the boards, and uh, have a good show. Great. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Mark. Thanks, guys. Take care now. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to our next caller. And who do we have? Uh, my name is Jeremy, and I'm from uh, Teresa's motherland of Illinois. <gasps> oh. Hi, Jeremy. How are you? Uh, good. Um, actually, my name's uh, Jeremy81 81 on the boards. I don't really post a whole lot, but um, but I am. I'm from Illinois. I live uh, just outside of Springfield. Okay. Land of, nothing to um, <laughs> land of Lincoln and um, cornfields. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, we have Lincoln's home. <laughs> Um, my question is, um, I'll be down in about four and a half weeks, and I'm looking for uh, new places to eat that we haven't ate before. And uh, I currently have a reservation at Shula's at the Swan and Dolphin Hotel, because I've actually never been in there. Um, 
and I, I kind of wanted to know if anyone's eaten there recently and how it was, or I know the previous caller was just uh, talking about Il Molino. Should I switch my reservation to Il Molino? Well, you know, they're very different experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have, you know, Shula's a steakhouse. So if you're looking mm-hmm. for steak, yeah, um, I think we ate there right before uh, Podcast Cruise 3 back yeah, in June. And always, every experience I have had in Shula's has been outstanding. I have to say, it mm-hmm. has been a really consistent experience there. Uh, so, but uh, that's a steakhouse, whereas Il Molino is more gourmet, fine gourmet Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, now, I'm not real big into the whole football scene. I think that uh, she was is that guy a football player or a coach or something? He was the coach of the Miami Dolphins. He's a very famous coach. Okay, of the yeah, Miami see, I don't Dolphins. know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm big into the sports. So, um, All right, then I, I have a suggestion. Not, I'm sorry. What? I have a suggestion for you. I would suggest uh, you go to the Waldorf and go to Bull and Bear. Bull and Bear. Oh my God, that's so much better than oh. Shula's. Yeah, yeah Bull we, and Bear, in my okay, opinion, so is the Shula's best. Probably isn't a very romantic. Uh, kind of place Shula's romantic well Shula's no. you know yeah. Shula's Shula's very um, it, it, the, the theme at Shula's is very much a gentleman's club it's a lot of dark wood leather yeah. um, it's kind of got right. that that you know that yeah. rich gentleman's club look whereas yeah. the bull and bear is really elegant and very romantic and the food yeah. at the, the food at the bull and bear on the Waldorf is absolutely superb I have eaten at Shula's for an anniversary and I have eaten at bull and bear for an anniversary Corey better cool. ne- never take me to Shula's for an anniversary again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like well, looking at my meat. Because it's, um, my partner and I just had a civil union um, at the beginning of August. Congratulations. So kind of like our official honeymoon, I guess. Oh, my God. Good Jeremy, make a reservation for Bull and Bear. Yes. Stop talking and go do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hang up with us and go. <laughs> yep. Uh, All right. Well, thank you very much, guys. All right. Well, thank you very much. Julie, you have what you need? Yes. Okay. Uh, very good. Thanks so much. Congratulations, uh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Take care thank now. You. Okay. Let's see who we have next. Hello. You're on the air. Hi. This is Stan from Miami Springs. How are you doing? Time good. to stand on the board. I'm sorry. What was your I didn't hear that. Dan? Excuse me? Stan, tell Julie Dan, your name. Dan, S-T-A-N. Oh, okay. Okay. Is that your whole name on the boards? No, Dino Stan is the name on the board. Dino. Dino okay. Stan. Okay. Julie's just you. looking for a way to contact you, so we have to have your full name on the board. Thank we, you. Because we want to give you stuff. Okay, yeah. We're going to give you some stuff. So what's your question for us, Stan? All right. Well, I find myself going to more counter service nowadays because it seems like the Disney-owned themed restaurants have just gotten way too expensive, and the food quality is not so great. I was wondering, what do you guys think is the best counter service in the uh, actually counter service in the resorts? In the resorts, I have an easy one: the Mara. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. An Animal Kingdom, or um, the new um, Art of Animation. Art of Animation, yeah. yes. Landscape of Flavors. Yeah, I think food-wise, the Mara is better. Mm-hmm. In my I opinion. agree. I think there's more variety at Art of Animation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's more to choose Definitely from. Definitely higher, more variety. Mm-hmm. But I think the Mara has the, um, has the best food. Yeah. And I think we're all in agreement that the, the, the slide in table service restaurant quality is really a direct result of 
free dining and the dining plan. Well, someone, um, Nikki just did a blog about the cost of a table service restaurant and a counter service restaurant, and she found them comparable. However, the only issue I had with it is she went in and she got a Cobb salad. It came with bread and butter, and she got a glass of water, and she compared that to a full counter service meal. Now, I can't equate the two because at a counter service meal, I'm going to get a burger and fries and a drink. I don't know that a uh, Cobb salad by itself would satisfy me. But you know, okay, go ahead. That's just my opinion. So I don't know that that's a fair equation. But the people are saying that depending on what you order, that the prices of counter service restaurants have also gone up and that a table service restaurant actually is not that far off. Now, if you're walking into a table service restaurant, you're getting stuff with scallops and shrimp and crab on top of it, and you're ordering from the highest end of the menu, you're going to pay more. But there are usually options at table service restaurants where the pricing is a little lower. But there has definitely been a trend of exactly what we're hearing here, which is people saying it's not worth it at table service, and you've got people moving more to counter service meals which is why we keep hearing the feedback. They want more counter service reviews. We've actually been saying this for many years, that the dining plan has completely dumbed down. Yeah, We've watched them remove uh, menu items so that no one goes in and orders the steak and shrimp. That's not on the menu anymore. We've seen them uh, lower their food costs by offering uh, less expensive cuts of meat. Yeah, We have seen them dumb the menus down, and this has been a, a war cry for many years here at the Diz. Agreed. Agreed. But so you, you say the Mara. Well, I'm, I say on the low end of it, I would go to the All-Stars. I've been to all three of them recently and eating. They have got good options. They've got the build-your-own-salad and build-your-own-pasta. The build-your-own-salad, there are so many choices of things you can put in that salad. And at the end, you've got your choice of chicken, salmon, or steak to go with it on mm. it. It makes a good... A, a really filling meal at a fairly low price, I think. And we also found, as you said, the, the the food court at the New Art of Animation Resort was very good. It sounds like those all stars are following that trend. They are of animation because when we went there, it was not good. The well, they is recently, and they've also got the little pseudo looking chef standing there in his little outfit. And so, they are copying the Mara yeah. and well, I think it's I think it's a trend for all of them. I think they're all heading that way. Yeah. However, when you go to something like the Animal Kingdom, you have a, a much nicer place to eat. Yes, true. As right. opposed to eating it's inside, not a open and cafeteria. noisy. It's a little bit different. Right. Just don't yeah. eat outside at Animal Kingdom. The birds will attack you and steal food. <laughs> she says from experience. Yes. <laughs> she was very tippy hedron that day. <laughs> But I hope that answers your question. Johnny's Hideaway in the Crossroads? I'm sorry? Johnny's Hideaway in the Crossroads? I've not been there. I haven't done it's that. It's been there for a while. I was just going to say, however, it's really it's been there forever. It seems to be a big uh, place for cast members. Cast members seem to love it and go over there. So I don't know. Now, it used okay. to be Pebbles, and I've eaten there several times when it was Pebbles Restaurant, but haven't been there since. I went there recently. It's a little pricey, but it's pretty good i think it's owned by the same people who uh, own charlie's steakhouse so is it was it a, a predominantly a steak menu or steak and seafood it's interesting it's really nice inside the decor is beautiful oh, i have to have to check it out, check it out. Hmm. i haven't uh, haven't been over there i haven't been over to the crossroads and i don't know how long we mourned because we liked pebbles so we hate, we were going to hate whatever went in after it <laughs> 
All right. Well, we hope that answers your question. Thank you. Thanks very much for calling in. Thanks. Bye-bye now. All right. Let's see who we have next. You're on with the team. Who am I speaking to? This is Nicole in Sarita, Arizona. Hello. Um, and Blake 05 on the boards. Hello, Nicole. How and, are you? Um, hi. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm a little nervous. Sorry. <laughs> um, I just wanted to, first of all, tell you guys, to, I just want to thank you guys so much because I always get so depressed when I come home from a Disney vacation. And you guys bring some of the magic home with me. And it just means a lot. Well, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. That's good. I don't always so, feel. Ma- I don't. I don't always feel magical when I'm doing the show, but <laughs> I feel the magic. <laughs> so, and um, I'm. I just wanted to say hi to Teresa because I'm a weeper as I thought, well. I, I thought I, I heard that in your so, voice. <laughs> I love you guys, and, and also thank you um, for being so open and accepting friend requests on Facebook. Well, yeah. it really helps to see the pictures and put the faces together and it's a lot of fun i feel so the same way it, it helps me i can't speak for anybody else but it helps me too to put faces to the people that hopefully are listening and then she stalks them yes then i stalk you and <laughs> learn all about your life I, I don't want to sound like a facebook stalker saying that but i go on and i look at your pictures and it's just great it's just oh, so I, much I look fun. at yours too sadly yeah. anybody, <laughs> anybody with facebook that's is a facebook awesome. stalker Teresa yeah. likes the pictures because she can't read so that's, that's right. what helps her out <laughs> it helps me out learn who people Nicole, are can i do one favor for julie could you just Absolutely. say your could you say your board name one more time and maybe spell it for us sure it's N Blake N D L A K E zero five. Okay, good. I had that, but I it's hard sometimes. I didn't know if you were saying Drake <laughs> through your tears. We were having a hard time. There. We want to know where to send your convertible. <laughs> well, I just um, as far as the dining, um, I wanted to kind of make a suggestion. I don't know um, how you guys feel about it, but something my husband and I did on our last trip, and we vowed we will do it every single time um, because it's an experience that would change no matter how many times you do it was the dining with an Imagineer at the uh, Round Derby. Dying to and do that. it was that. just such an incredible experience. It was, it, it was for any Disney fan, it was awesome. It was just really neat. And the, you know, I found the food to be very good. It was huge portions. And their grapefruit cake is a new favorite of mine <laughs> but the actual experience itself is what you're really there for and it was just it was it was amazing how um, so i would suggest that to anybody how open did you find the imagineer in turn oh, first of all how many other people were there with you when you did it oh gosh i want to say it was a pretty full house but i want to say it was around 12 10 okay. 12 that's still a small group year, so. it was a full group but you, you never felt you know, you have so many different personalities around a table like that, that um, some people are naturally more quiet, others more gregarious. So you never felt like it was 12 people attacking to one Imagineer. Right. <laughs> so him to be very open. Um, there were certain things he maybe didn't know about. Uh, they had, when we did it, they had just announced um, Avatar Land. Mm. So I was in there going, oh, my gosh, what do you know? What do you know? And he goes, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) We just announced it. (laughs) But um, it was interesting to hear about his work. You know, we had a, he did uh, set design. So responsible for making, you know, something look like something else. You know, if something had to be fiberglass, 
but it had to look like wood. Right. He's okay. the guy who does that. You know, he's the guy who hides the speakers in a rock, you know, that kind oh. of thing. And okay. so he was really interesting, and he did a lot of work in the new, you know, the Fantasyland expansion with a lot of the kiosks and stuff. So he was, it was really fascinating, and, um, and just to hear about his experience um, in getting to Disney Imagineering, um, you know, I think some of these, you have to go in there, I think, with the right mentality, too, that these are, in essence, engineers, and that's a whole different personality group, you know, and you have to kind of know how to interact with that type of personality, but um, but I, I found him to be very engaging and and really quite fascinating. And yeah. like I said, I thought the food was good, too. It's, it's one of those <laughs> I things... I to barely eat. <laughs> it's one of those things I keep saying I have to do, and I never do it. I've heard very good things about it from several people. No, I actually have not done that yet. I have not done the dine oh, with an imaginer. Oh, you really should. Now, was this a lunch? And like I said, every time you do it, it would be different. Was this a lunch or a dinner that you did? What was that? Was this a lunch or dinner that you did with the imaginer? It was, it was a lunch, and you know, it's a long lunch. And that's the other thing is, after being on the board, I thought... I really need to experience rope drop at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. But I, thought I was asking we, myself the same question. <laughs> we, so we showed up because I thought, you know, this lunch is at 11 and I heard it was a long lunch. So I thought, let's make the most of our day and get there right away. And, um, and so we did that, which was scary. Um, I thought I was going to be killed. <laughs> in the stampede, the Toy Story Mania. But, um, you know, so we had, a, but we had a nice day, and then we went to our lunch, and it was a good long lunch. I mean, we were, I want to say we were there until about 2 o'clock. I want to say it was a good two and a half hour, wow. three hour lunch. Yeah, and then, um, but I think, I can't remember if it was Teresa or Kathy the other day that said that they felt that Hollywood Studios was a half a day park. Oh, and I have me. to kind of agree with that, because, was that you? No, I think that was Kathy. Yeah. Kathy? Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, afterwards we kind of milled around a little bit more, did a couple other things, and we were kind of done and went back to Epcot. So I don't feel like at Hollywood Studios it really cuts into your day all that much. Wow. If you get there early enough. And how much was the lunch with an Imagineer? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Honestly, like I said, it was last year. I don't I really that... remember. I thought it was like one a person, maybe? I'm trying to remember because we also did the Wild Africa track. So okay. we kind of paid for everything all at once. The menu you know? on that, uh, Nicole, the menu on that changes too, doesn't it? I mean, the menu and the uh, I you think know, the price. I don't, when I did the research on it, it seemed that everything everybody else had had previously was what was on our menu. Okay. Because I've seen um, it go several different ways. So. Yeah. But it was I, I found the course. My only thing was, and my husband and I can eat. We love to eat. Um, in fact, I know a lot of people will say the dining plan doesn't pay. Disney loses money on us because <laughs> we, we sit down and we eat because <laughs> um, we we work out a lot and so we eat every like three hours. So we wow. we consume a lot of a lot of food. But um, I found the portions there to be huge. I couldn't finish my food. Wow. Well, that's good to know. Uh, they were really, what was that? I said that's good to know. Yeah, and they'll actually, like, if you get leftovers and they give you, like, a gift, I don't want to, like, kind of ruin the surprise for anybody else, but they give you a gift and it's breakable. So um, they'll hold it for you at the restaurant until closing. Oh, excellent. And as you leave the park, you just pick your stuff up. 
Excellent. So I thought that that was really nice, too. And then the only other thing I wanted to tell you guys about is I don't know um, if you've heard of this website, but it's called um, the Recipes of Disney dot blogspot.com and it has a bunch of different recipes from a bunch of different restaurants oh. um, throughout Walt Disney World and it's really kind of fun if you like to cook. The Disney World uh, <clears throat> website listed as $61, $60.99 per person. Per person. Mm-hmm. For and that, that, that sounds right. And children yeah, are $34.99. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for calling in with that. That's uh, some great information. Thank you. I hope I get to see you guys down in Florida one day. I hope so, too. Take All right. You guys take care. You too now. Bye-bye. 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 All right. Let's see who we have coming up next. You're on with the Diz Unplugged. Who am I talking to? Hi. This is Dawn. This is D on the boards. How are you guys? Good. How are you? I am doing good. I am going to go with the theme today on value when on the dining plan. I'm helping a friend plan her first family trip to Disney World, and she asked me about beaches and cream. I have never been there. They're planning on being on the dining plan. Is this a good value for them for dinner? No. 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 I mean, people love beaches and cream. It's got great ice cream. It's in a really good location. But if you're looking for your value for your dollar – Go to someplace else. Go to some sit-down restaurant yeah. that's going to have steak and seafood offered. Go to the Yachtsman. Go to Yachtsman right yeah, the right corner, next yeah. door. Right Beaches next and cream is so that's small. That's and, a wonderful suggestion. You know, when that's you're in there, there's hardly any room. Is that a uh, one-table-serve credit? No, that's, I think Yachtsman's a two. a two. I think It's that's also a two. closed. Okay. for. When are they going? Because Yachtsman is closing for refurb. Oh, they're going in January, right after oh, the marathon. I think it's done by then. Yeah, I think yeah, it's November. It that I think it reopens in November, I right. think. But uh, That would be I, on our website. Well, I, I'll pass it along. My, my gut reaction was for the money you could get a steak or some seafood versus a burger, yeah. but I wasn't sure since I've never been there. I mean, definitely beaches and cream is worth a visit. I love beaches and cream. Uh, I think the burgers are delicious, and you know the ice cream is certainly great, and the atmosphere is is different. But it is, you know, it's small, it's kind of cramped, um, and I don't know that it's to worth. me. It's a pool bar restaurant. It's just it's like where you go to get an ice cream and a burger. When it's not a destination, I, in my opinion. Well, it's I, a malt I, shop. I mean, but yeah, but it's 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 got some it's got some personality, and I do think, like I said, I think the burgers there are out of this world. I yeah. do agree. I think the burgers are good. I think the burgers it, are fantastic. It has to be way more popular than they ever anticipated. Otherwise, they would put you know a couple more tables in that right, tiny exactly. little oh, yeah, space. Yeah, it's so tiny. Yeah, I don't think they anticipated that it was going to be that. They don't take reservations either. No, and the wait for a table can be enormous. Yeah, depending on when you're there. Yeah, I mean January should be all right. January is usually not, not terrible, but uh, January is so like I think a lot of fun when you have two small kids who are going. I'm hungry. Yeah, and I want ice cream. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's a good option for that. But in if terms they're of- looking for that type of uh, experience, the fountain over in uh, help me Dol- the, the dolphin. dolphin. The dolphin is very similar oh. in tone and price, and also very okay. good. Also very good. I got it. Yeah, you're right. But they wouldn't be able to use a dining plan there. No, that would be out of pocket. Right, right. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much. I appreciate the feedback. Some been there, done that info. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Have a great day. You You too too. now. All right. Let's go ahead and take our next call. 
You're on with the Diz Unplugged. Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Jim Wimpy on the boards. Hey, Jim, how are you? Jim, we just met you in New York City, didn't we? Yes, we did. And that was a fun time. Thanks for coming. Oh, no problem. Glad you put in for my basket, too. (laughs) Okay. I had the chocolate one in the fudge. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. You're the one. Yeah, that was good. He put out um, uh, samples of peanut butter fudge. Oh. We were thinking of hiding them. It was good. Should have flown up just for the fudge. Should have. I'll be sending you some on Christmas, okay? Okay. <laughs> wait, yeah, wait till I lose more weight first. Oh, I'm right there with you. I need that, too. Anyway, um... We're looking at going to Disney here in in June with my niece for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and I had don't have kids, and this is the first trip with a kid. So we're want, we're looking at doing either the counter service plan or the one sit down plan. Now, she's kind of a picky eater. Would it be better for the sit down plan? And if so, what rec- what restaurants do you recommend or don't recommend for a young kid she's eight eight years old well picky and eight is really tough it is um because you you run the risk of all she'll eat is chicken fingers we see that a lot so that really limits you on you know do you really want to spend well the full dining plan yeah but my first thought though was with a picky eater um you stand a better chance at a table service restaurant of getting them to prepare something special yeah, um, or something thinking. a little off, different off the menu. Maybe there's something on the menu she likes, but she wants it prepared a certain way. You're probably going to have more luck getting that done at a table service versus a counter service. So that's one thing, that's one thing to consider. Um, when you asked you know, good sit-down restaurants for an 8-year-old, uh, and I know I'm going to get groans and eye rolls at the table, 50s Primetime yep, Cafe. That's where I was going. Um, I think, you know, the food isn't fabulous, but the atmosphere and the experience can be pretty good. Can you hear my eyes rolling? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, but what's more fun for an eight-year-old than to see your cousins, in quotes, that wait on you and fussing at the adults? I know. I mean, that is some... And they will. I've been in there with my fussy 16, 17-year-old daughter. All right. Now, let me give you... When my my nephew James was about, oh, I say 10 or 11, and he'd come down to visit, and we took him... He loves 50s to this day. He's in his 20s now. He's got a second child on the way, but he still loves 50s Primetime Cafe. And we had him in there. And, you know, they give you they give you a hard time if you don't finish your vegetables. So I distracted him for a second and took all those nasty green beans off my plate and piled them on his. And then when the server came over and yelled at him for not eating his green <laughs> beans and made him get up and, like, stand in the corner... Like I, I apparently it traumatized him because he still brings up that story that I I, I put That's my a good memory though excellent and I say, memories oh. you and therapy <laughs> <laughs> new castle show now I had an experience with my cousin nephews and they loved Tepanito. your cousin nephews that sounds very southern there it is <laughs> they're my cousin's children however there's I get it. A 35-year difference in age. Right. So they're my second cousins, but they call me Uncle Kevin, so they're cousin-nephews. Okay. Um, They loved Teppanito. There was enough going on 
yeah. with the shrimp flipping and the volcanoes that's and the steam. Point. That's a really fun place. That and it was the kind of thing where they could, while it wasn't chicken fingers, they could get grain, plain grilled chicken and rice. Mm-hmm. Right. They could get chicken and udon noodles, which is basically chicken and spaghetti. So there was a lot of options for that. But everybody else would have to order Japanese style. Um, and now, if she's if she's misbehaving during the trip, you can always make her eat at beer garden. <laughs> oh, I, I like, like beer, beer garden. garden. She's gonna smell like kraut. Because <laughs> nothing we're says Disney like pickled herring. PA, so we're German region, so I actually like beer garden. Okay, then take her to Nine Dragons. If you have to punish her. <laughs> I thought Nine Dragons was good too. How yeah. many days are you going for again? How many days is it? It will be a week. Okay. Okay. So there's enough time to get everything in. I was going to say, if you were going for a shorter period of time, I would say don't focus on the food yeah. with our go and just eat counter service. I would also tell you, just because it's usually a bit of a longer event, it's a little bit more of a formal affair, to stay away from the two sir, the two, um, two, credit. two credit signature restaurants. The food is usually much better than the... Um, counter service or stuff like that but it is a much longer much more formal dinner service yeah it's an event right stick to the ones that are one sir one credit and i think you'll probably do better and i think pete's right almost any place you go in and sit down there's going to have a chef and if you tell them listen she wants the spaghetti but she wants you to remove every onion and mushroom from it they'll be able to do that for her right i would also suggest sci-fi Sci-fi dine-in. Sci-fi dine-in. I think that's a great place to bring an eight-year-old. It's fun. It's fun. My kids love it, and they're not, I mean, they're much younger, but I think I usually see a lot of kids in there. Yeah. I think there are options for fun versus food. Yeah. If that's what you're looking for. Yeah, I think we were, they were also looking at taking her to Hoopie Doo or the Luau. Oh, fun. Fun, fun. Even just doing Ohana would be awesome if, if you didn't do the full luau, too. I mean, yeah, Ohana. Right. We recommended that because I love Ohana, too. I mean, they do have Lapoa, so she will get some sort of entertainment. Well, they also do the coconut races and yeah. the, all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's some cute I stuff. Just, I was there on Saturday night, and those yeah. kids were having a blast. Yeah, children on parade. <laughs> That's you, Dustin, isn't it? <laughs> all right, well, I hope that, uh, that gives you, gives you some, some guidance. Oh, uh, yes, it does. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for calling in. Yep. Bye-bye now. Bye. All right. And we're going to take one final call. And who am I speaking to? Hello. Hi, this is Nancy Taylor. I'm calling from Templeton, Massachusetts. How are you, Nancy? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm actually... Disney man on the board, and I'm calling for my husband, who is not able to call because he's at work. He listens to you all the time. Okay. <laughs> and we're looking forward to seeing you actually in Springfield in September. Awesome. So I think are coming for Get Kids the World. Yep, absolutely. We're looking forward to being up there. All of us except two will be uh, <laughs> will we'll be up there for the for the meet. Yeah, we were there last year and had a great time, and um, so we'll all be there again this year, too. Excellent. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Yes, yes, we are, too. Um, the question that my husband had was, um, we we go to Disney fairly frequently, and we tend to have our favorite restaurants, and we tend to eat at those restaurants again and again and again. Um, and so his question was, what restaurants have you all eaten at recently that you weren't ex- expecting much, 
Um, but you were pleasantly surprised. I can tell you I just had that experience uh, a month ago um, when uh, I ate dinner for the first time at Blue Zoo, uh, Todd English's restaurant over at the Dolphin. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's known for seafood, and I kind of wrote the place off as a seafood restaurant, and I'm not a seafood eater. So it was never really on my list of places to hit. But we found ourselves there for dinner one night, and I have to tell you the non-seafood items on the menu were superb. I mean, it was some of the best food I've had in a very, very long time. And I was surprised because normally seafood places, you you know, they do seafood really, really well. And their non-seafood is just stuff they put on there and it's never really a priority. Uh, What I was impressed by was that they really put a lot of effort into all their dishes, seafood or non-seafood. And it was, it was, it was phenomenal. So that was a huge, a huge surprise for me. Yeah. But uh, what about the rest of you? Restaurant Marrakesh. I know. Really? Yeah. I was going into it thinking, Kathy and I ate there thinking I wasn't too sure about the food because it was a particular type of food that, you know, we wouldn't get all the time. I found it very good. And the atmosphere, I was pleasantly surprised. Did you belly dance? I did not. I watched the belly dancers. No, I did not belly dance. But it was fun. It was, and the food was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. I have, I have the same expectation of that restaurant as well. I haven't, I haven't been to Restaurant Marrakesh, but I can imagine that I wouldn't enjoy it. But now I might want to give it a try. I had the same expectation. I've eaten at think- Restaurant Marrakesh myself, and I thought it was quite good. Yeah, well, I, I don't think I think it's underused. I mean, hardly anybody back there. We didn't care for it. No, we like the little place out front. The Tangerine Cafe. Tangerine, Tangerine Cafe. Cafe is pretty pretty good. Yeah, it's great. One place we were surprised was actually the uh, the food court at um, Art of Animation. Art of Animation. Right. Yeah. We and went in completely thinking it was just going to be a regular food court, and we liked it very much. I would say the waffle sandwiches as you enter um, Liberty Square. Oh, yeah. yeah, they were a surprise to me. Let's go mm. get one. Those are so good. Yeah, really. I can't do these shows when I'm hungry. I can't do these shows when I'm hungry. <laughs> they have the mixed sliced meat, the mixed cold cut version. We thought that was really good. And they have a uh, sweet and spicy chicken, which was okay, but not as popular. And they also do a waffle with Nutella and fruit on top. That's the one oh, I had. It's great. It's yeah. really good. Oh. It's anybody, really good. Anybody want a rice cake? <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks, Jason. <laughs> So that was that surprised me. I was I I thought it was surprising to find good counter service that I really enjoyed that I think about going back for. Right. That's yeah, that's the unusual part is that you you know for to find a counter service restaurant that you not only like but would actually go to again. Memorable. Memorable. Exactly. Exactly. How about anybody else? Any other surprise? Rose and Crown. I ate there with Taylor when she was here and. You know, there were things in the menu that I obviously was, you know, I'm like, I'm not eating that. But we had, we tried the scotch egg. Did you like it? I thought it was okay. I she loved it. Really? Like, she's like, how can I make this at home? I always wanted to try that. But, but I, I did have bangers have. and mash that I really enjoyed. Bangers and mash were really good there. Yes, yeah. it was excellent. Although Walter had the fish and chips and he has terrible luck with fish and chips. No matter where he gets them, they're like, they're either, they're not good or they're too greasy. The fish and chips there that were so greasy, he could he couldn't eat them. Really? I go to the place outside and insist that they cook me fresh fish. Right. Otherwise, it is greasy because it's it sitting there. Because it sits there. It sits if there. If you sit there, if you, in, I, I know you, you're going to be labeled pain in the butt. 
But if you insist that they cook you fresh fish outside at the walk-up window, tell them you're not going to take whatever they've got there. It has to be cooked fresh. It's actually very good. Your They're, fries, too. Your the, chips, also. Yeah, the apple salad was what I really liked. Um, it was my favorite part of the meal. Just a frisé salad with blue cheese crumbles and apples and walnuts. Oh, my God, oh my God, God it was so good. good. Mm. And their signature drink, the English Rose. I tried it, oh. and that was awesome, too. Mm. I'm getting hungry. I have one that I might get a negative reaction to, but the, the fast... Uh, the quick service, I can't remember the name of it, outside of Mexico, now that they've changed it. Oh, my it. God. That's Hacienda. one of the best quick services. And But I remember before they would hand you a styrofoam plate with a, a crappy quesadilla that had just been melted yeah. in butter. And, and now, I mean, their chips plate that they have and all the tacos and stuff, it's really good stuff it out is. there. Oh my, so that's been a huge too. improvement, and I wasn't expecting that when I first went there. Hmm. Awesome guacamole there. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Stop. How about you, Sean? Uh, we had a Cuisina not too long ago, and that was pretty good. Really? Yeah. I was a little hesitant because uh, I think we heard the review. And it the, just, yeah, the, the, lemon bo- the lemon body odor the soup. Lemon soup, yeah. Did you get the lamb burger there? Uh, I got like the trio, so it had like the lasagna, then yeah. the burger. Yeah. Did good. you like the lasagna? I did. It had like cinnamon and nutmeg yeah, in it. You're a freak. It was I weird. Know, There's I, something I, wrong with you. But that's like <laughs> but it was just sort of Greek. They yeah. do that in a lot of their food. I know, but it was terrible. I know, we didn't like it. I did, I did oh, not okay, well, then you don't like Greek food, people. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> I do. I mean, there's other Greek, Greek foods that I we love, like a lot. Flame and I cheese. Love oh, oh yeah, Saganaki. Yeah, Saganaki. Yeah. Oh, my God. We made that at home one time. Burnt really? the ceiling in my mother's kitchen. Did you use brandy? I don't know what my sister poured on it, but it flamed up Light and I threw it. it to the floor and my dad was throwing <laughs> blankets on her. <laughs> Fun, though. Good times. Good times. Good times. That was also the reason we didn't like Morocco. They put cinnamon on. We on had, beef, right. so. yeah, it was a it's taste. Weird. It was a taste. What's that? Oh, hello. Yep, I, we're still here. Hi. Yeah, we're still here. My our, our favorite, actually, our our mystery place that we went to and is now a must do is Tangerine Cafe. Okay. Tangerine yeah. Cafe. Yep. 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 John and I love that. We do. It's one of our favorites. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Yes, thank you, and we'll look forward to seeing you next month. We'll see you in a few weeks. Except for two of us. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye now. <laughs> All right, well, I want to thank everybody for calling in and uh, helping us out with this special dining call-in show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. <laughs> <laughs>